neighborhood clinic to help families and to address some problems that I was seeing in our healthcare system. And so I have a little clinic. It's called Promise Medical Clinic. And it's going to open uh, the 1st of July, July 2nd. It's a Monday. And it's just a tiny neighborhood hole in the wall. And we're offering basic family medicine to uh, families. Some of the things that we offer, this uh, came about because of some of the problems that I was seeing in particular the cost of health care for families. Just in the last couple of years, I've seen a huge increase on the amount of families that don't have health insurance or that have a very high deductible plan, and it's just devastating. They get sick, and just to get some basic help can just be end up being a couple hundred dollars. And something that I was seeing a lot in urgent care is that people would come in and, you know, just a basic visit, say strep throat or uh, they need some allergy or allergy medication or their asthma medication. They've got some high blood pressure. They have an ingrown toenail. So these are basic healthcare needs and their visit would end up being, uh, you know, close to $200, sometimes more than that, depending on if we needed to do some tests or things. And it just, my heart goes out to them. I, I don't know how people are affording things like that, especially if they have several children. And sometimes people would even ask me, is there any way you could give me a discount or, or things like this? And the problem is I would love to do that, but I don't own, I didn't own that business. And so it was hard for me to, I, I couldn't authorize that. So I came up with this idea of starting just a very basic little um, neighborhood clinic where people could come and hopefully afford some basic health care. And so I'll set it up so that a basic visit is $85 if they pay at the time of that they're being seen. I don't think there's any place that people can um, can get it for that affordable. So that was one one thing that I wanted to address opening this business. And the second thing is that, you know, in healthcare today, we're really, from the provider's perspective, we're really pushed to see patients as fast as possible. Get them in, get them out. Treat them and street them. Yeah. If you're not seeing patients, you're not making money. And so sometimes this can be very you know, there are some visits that can be super fast and everybody wants to get in and out, but sometimes people really need to be able to sit and talk to their provider. And it's almost impossible to do that when the provider um, is, doesn't take their hand off the door before they're leaving to go to the next patient. Or, you know, I'm looking at my watch thinking, man, I've got, I'm allotted three minutes for this, but the patient has a list of several things they really need addressed. And so I wanted to slow the pace down a little bit and be able to give people some one-on-one -on -one time. If they need it, sometimes they don't, but if they do, I wanted to be able to give that to them. And so that was the second thing I wanted to address. The third thing is that sometimes patients, especially elderly patients, can't always get in to see their doctor. They don't have rides. They, it's very difficult for them to get around. And I wanted to give them the option of a house call if they needed that. That 
I thought, what's stopping me from just popping in and, and, you know, on my way to work or on my way home and, and seeing these patients, helping them with um, whatever they're struggling with. And so hopefully we've developed a bit a business plan where um, we can offer some unique services and hopefully help address some of the problems that are in healthcare right now. You know, I, I, it sounds good. I can relate to what you're saying. Another concern is when you go to a clinic and you see a different healthcare provider every time. That happens a <laughs> lot. Wonder, so how well do they know me? How well do they know my symptom, the whole picture, not just the one ailment they're treating, but everything. This sounds a lot like direct primary care. So is that? You know, it I, is. Okay, it is. So you're mm -hmm. providing direct primary care, and I'm seeing more of those spring up. So you know, there's a need for it. There, there are, and you know, this is a very tiny clinic. We don't have a lot of overhead. It's just a little hole in the wall. But we can do a lot of things, you know, pretty much any non-life-threatening uh, basic thing that you would be seen in a family practice clinic for. We can do women's health. We can do uh, physicals, including DOT physicals for people that are driving commercially. They have to get a medical card, and I'm DOT certified. I do a lot of those. You know, we do things like, you know, strep throat and urinary tract infections. We do some women's health, hormones. So it sounds like you're accepting patients of all ages. Yes, we, we accept patients from two and up. Okay. We're, we're not set up to take uh, infants because we don't carry vaccines. That's one thing that uh, would, would have okay. increased our costs. And so two and up is when we start seeing uh, children and families. Earlier, you mentioned that you saw a lot of families going to urgent care. And I'm wondering, is that because they couldn't get in? You know, I know sometimes yes. to get an appointment with a clinic, you know, you have to wait days, sometimes weeks. Yes. So that's what's happening. That's the only oh, way they yeah. get there right when they need it. There's sure. going to urgent care, which is much more expensive. Sure. And your idea is to keep your practice small enough that they don't have a wait time before they can Exactly, exactly. Yes, and you know, I'll tell you, there's a huge rate of, of burnout for doctors, providers in our current healthcare system. It, this, is, this is hard on the providers, not just on the patients to keep doing the way we're doing. There's, there's a direct correlation between how fast a doctor gets burned out and how many patients they see a day. And I'll tell you, do you want to guess what my record is in one day, how many patients I've seen? When you went, when you were working with urgent care? Exactly, yeah. I would, I would estimate it to be 30, 40, is that okay. More. More. Go higher, go higher. <laughs> 50? More. 60? More. <laughs> 75? It's 78. 78. That's my all-time record. You talked to 78 patients in one day, and I didn't remember all day. of their names and why they came out. I didn't remember a single name or what I had seen them for. Even an hour later, I don't know that I would have recognized them. That's terrible to oh, say. Yeah, yeah. And that's not the kind of care you want to provide. It's not. It really isn't. 
you, you don't feel good about yourself as a as a provider. You don't feel like you gave the people the time that they really deserved. Yes. I've heard of cases where someone saw a specialist for one ailment and then another specialist for another, and then uh, without realizing it, medications pres- uh, prescribed counter, you know. That happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. but um, if there is one primary caregiver for the family, and then, you know, you know, I'm, I've seen where families are wondering, okay, just how sick is Johnny? Does this warrant a trip in? Maybe it's just a cold. And sometimes it turns out to be something more serious than they thought, which could have been prevented if they didn't have that fear of, can we afford to take yeah. it? Yes. And my heart really goes out to people that are struggling as far as medical bills go and things. And I see that on a daily basis, many times, you, you know, and some people have insurance, but they have such a high deductible plan. They, they, they're going to end up yeah. paying cash. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with that. They do have insurance, but it would only help them if there were major auto accident and all the family ended up in the hospital. And of course we don't want that. No, the deductible is just too high. I would like to talk just a little bit about one kind of a special need, if you will, um, for families that I've, I've started to do and I really enjoy. And that is uh, addiction medicine. The, the opioid crisis is a huge thing right now. We're just, seeing so many families that are devastated by this problem. And I really wanted to do something as a family practice provider to help some of these families and people who are struggling with addiction, opioid addiction. And so I got certified to do addiction medicine and to treat people with Suboxone and uh, similar medications. And I really enjoyed it, really enjoyed doing it. Because of the results? The results are amazing. Awesome. Um, You know, and and I can't give specific examples because addiction medicine is extremely confidential. It's kind of like HIPAA on steroids, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. As it could be. but But I will tell you that I have worked with many people who are professionals who have gotten in trouble with, uh, prescription pain medication and there's a lot of shame and despair when that happens and not knowing who do I turn to and they'll go to their family practice doctor who really can't help them yeah and I've also worked with kids parents will say can is there any way you can help my child my teenager or they may have kids who are young adults who are struggling with this sometimes very severe addictions with heroin and people end up on the streets because this addiction consumes their life, ruins their life. Yes. And it is so amazing to be able to get them stabilized on a medication so that they're not controlled by their cravings and their um, addictive behaviors and their need for a fix. And within a month, I'll see them again, and all of a sudden, they're clean, they're 
shaven, their hair's combed, their teeth are brushed, they're, you know, either looking for a job or they're holding a job. And, you know, and, and once you get them stabilized on, on something like a, a Suboxone or something, then um, they start thinking logically and yeah. they start having motivation and it really eliminates the lying, the stealing, the manipulating and all of those behaviors. And so that's another thing that I'm offering my clientele, my patients, that if they ha if their family is struggling with this, if their family has been devastated, like so many families have by addiction, that I can help them. There's and that's a wonderful, wonderful thing on my end to be able to tell people, look, there's hope. I can help you. Come see me. I can help you. I can help your family member get off drugs. I can help you break this cycle. I know you feel like you're drowning, but we can stop that. That's powerful. And you know, a lot of people, I don't think they realize there is hope. There seems to be the portrayal that addiction is just kind of uh, a mire, a bottomless pit. So knowing that there is treatment, it has been shown to be effective, you provide that service along with the general family practice. So tell us, when do you, when does your clinic open? We open the first part of July, July 2nd. That's the first Monday in July. Okay. For now, we're just open Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, it's a little clinic on University Avenue in Provo. We have a website that you can book appointments online. It's super easy. It's promisemedicalutah.com. And... All of our contact information is on there and super easy to get a hold of us, super easy to book appointments. Yeah. And we'll have a link on my page as well, and that's the best way to contact you. Yes. Wonderful. You've talked about here's a way they can save money, here's a way they can get the medical attention that their, their family needs. Uh-huh. And personalized. Yes. <laughs> so they don't really need to be afraid of, you know, can I afford to go to the doctor? They won't be. Yeah. Okay. And you don't, you don't have a membership. It's just a payment per visit. It's just a payment per visit. Okay. And that includes everything, right? It does. So I charge $85 for a basic family practice visit. Um, for a DOT physical, we charge 100 and for the addiction medicine, we charge $100 per visit. As far as I've looked around, I think we're the lowest price around for any of those. We try to keep it extremely economical. And if you see the clinic, you'll see it's very simplified. Um, we don't have lots of medical assistants, secretaries, uh -huh. things like billing people. It's Keeping just the overhead down. Try and keep the overhead down, and um, and that's how we do it. Well, that is a refreshing break, and I know a lot of parents see a need for that. I, I'm seeing that. Yeah, I think dentists have started doing that. More professionals are seeing the you know the insurance is just making medical care too expensive. So good to have. I will say we, we do accept insurance. If people want to use insurance, we do okay. accept all insurance, including Medicaid. We, and it's very hard for Medicaid families to find health care, too. Many, most providers don't accept new Medicaid patients, but we do. We accept Medicaid okay. and Medicare. 
and pretty much all major insurances. So, so you do accept insurance for everyone. Awesome. We do. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So whether they have insurance or not, they can come. Yes. Okay. That's great. Is there anything else you'd like to add? That's it. I sure appreciate you having me on your podcast, Emily. That was fun. Well, thank you for joining us and for sharing this service. Value to parents in the Provo area. And look for that grand opening. Thank you. You have a great day, Anne. Thanks. You too. Today is Marco Lopez, the owner and coach of MindTune. He's starting a new program called Man Up Mind Program. Marco, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much for inviting me. I was reading over some of the details of your program. And it looks very interesting. It looks very comprehensive. Can you tell us about it? Tell us how you got into deciding this program was needed. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to, a long time ago, I I was really interested.